Hello and welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. Today we're going to delve into the current astrological climate as we move from the new moon eclipse to the full moon eclipse and explain why it could be a little bit of a tricky time for some. Welcome to the Mainly Moonology podcast. I'm your host, Yasmin Boland, an award-winning astrologer and the Sunday Times best-selling author of books including Moonology and creator of the Moonology Oracle Cards. My intention for this podcast is to help you understand how you can create your dream life using Mainly Moonology, the moon, as your guide. Hey everybody, it's Yasmin here. Nice for you to tune in. Thank you very much. Lovely to have you here. So this week there are several unusual astrological events occurring at the same time and they're affecting us all in different ways. So let's explore these in more detail. The first event to talk about is the fact that we recently had the solar eclipse, the new moon eclipse. That took place on April 19 in some parts of the world and on April 20 in other parts of the world. Now, a new moon eclipse is always a big deal. They are known for the fact that they are basically about getting us right back onto our right and proper path. So if you've drifted off if you're not living the right way, if you're kind of careering towards a disaster, if you've lost track of what your soul came here to manifest, if you've got yourself involved in something toxic, a toxic relationship, a toxic job, a toxic living situation, anything like that, eclipses are kind of here to put us back onto our proper path. Okay, but they can be quite tricky because the thing is, if you know something in your life isn't right, okay, if you know it's not right, but you're sort of putting up with it because you don't want change or it's easier just to stick with it or you are worried about jumping into the void of uncertainty so it's easier just to stay where you are, that's when eclipses can be really difficult. So if you've had a really problematic last few weeks, then chances are you were stuck in something that your soul needed you to get out of. It's almost like the eclipse comes along and slaps us in the face and says, what are you doing? You know this isn't right. You know this isn't helping you, you know, and it comes along and uh, a bit like ripping a band-aid off a very hairy arm unceremoniously, that's it and it's done. So eclipses, people can feel like, oh, it's very unexpected what happens at the time of an eclipse. But is it really? You know, so often it's like it's the change we knew we had to have that we were avoiding. You know, and it can even be that what happens at the time of an eclipse can be very difficult to deal with, but work out for the best because it brings about the changes we absolutely had to have. Okay, sometimes we get so far off what our soul needs we need to be on that an eclipse is a time of rectification. And also don't fear eclipses because people get scared about eclipses because of all this. But, you know, try and think whatever's happening now is happening for my highest good. 
All right. Eclipses can bring, you know, confusion and disorientation and it becomes hard to know where to turn because when things happen suddenly, as they can do around the time of an eclipse, it's not necessarily on the date, but it can be, you know, when things happen so suddenly, we have to reorient ourselves and we have to think, okay, you know, okay, I am where I am and it's okay kind of thing. So if you're feeling a little bit lost or uncertain at the moment, you know, the eclipse might be re directing you onto your right path. Okay, that's really one big take-home message for you this week. Try and think maybe I'm now headed to where I need to be. Also be aware that the eclipse took place in the very last degree of Aries. Okay, and Aries is a really fiery energy and has a tendency towards being impulsive, a bit like a kid can be very impulsive before it learns control and restraint. So, you know, having the eclipse in Aries can make people a little bit more prone to just sort of acting out, acting without thinking things through, you know, or it can be actually about being brave. And as much as you're being impulsive, you're doing the thing that's not easy. So again, you know, the fact that it's in Aries, the eclipse was in Aries, can suggest that um, it's a little bit more sort of hotted up. It's a little bit more heat. It's a fire sign. Plus also, be aware that the eclipse was clashing with Pluto, the planet of power and passion and detoxification. So again, that comes back to the idea of every eclipse anyway, but kind of doubles the idea, which is that whatever's happening now is happening because something has gone toxic. Something has spoiled. Something has to be uh, like a boil or a pimple that needs to be lanced or squeezed. Sorry about the nasty imagery, but that's very much Pluto. Pluto is about, you know, that horrible green pimple on your face that eventually even a good dermatologist is going to tell you, sorry, but you need to squeeze that and clear it out and keep it clean. It's sort of that feeling. Also, there's been a sense of a real power struggle in the air. It's been intense. I'm not going to lie, especially if it's been hitting your chart. And by the way, even though we're talking about the last degree of Aries, you know, if you have anything in the at the very end of Aries, so if you were born at the very end of the Aries period, for example, or you have a planet or an angle, if you know your chart at the very end of Aries, remember as well that when, uh, when a, an eclipse like this one takes place at the very end of Aries, it's also going to be affecting the very beginning of the next sign, which is Taurus. So if you have any degrees or planets or whatever at the very beginning of Taurus, that is also going to affect you really, really strongly. Um, and just a little heads up, the uh, this is the week between the eclipses, so it's a chance to draw our breath, but then we're going to get the full moon eclipse in Scorpio. More about that next week. So another astrological event that's currently affecting us is Mercury retrograde. Now, as you may know, Mercury is the planet of communications and when Mercury goes backwards, it can be a time of confusion. It can be a time of not being quite sure what which way is up. People get um, a little bit, again, disoriented. So add that to the fact that we also have this eclipse 
And you can start to see that this is a potentially very confusing time. Now, there is one quite good thing to say, which is that if something big has happened at the time of the eclipse, which you're really not happy about, there is the possibility that because it's taken place when Mercury has been on the point of going backwards, actually, because Mercury went retrograde just the day after the eclipse. But in a way, it's quite good news because often what's done at the time of Mercury going retrograde, especially at the very start or the very end of the cycle, often that can be redone. So it may well be if something really dramatic has happened, often we say with eclipses, what happens at the time of the eclipse is kind of done and dusted. But in the in terms of having an eclipse, which is right when Mercury is doing what's called stationing, which it was, it actually does leave the door open for a rethink or a revisit or a redo or a revamp or a revise, revision. It may well be you get a second chance. All right, so that's a really important thing to remember. Now, also, just remember that this time around, Mercury is going backwards in the sign of Taurus, okay, the second sign of the zodiac. So what does that mean? For one thing, it means it's a very good time to be questioning our values, thinking about what actually really matters to us. So again, we kind of have to tie all this in with the eclipse, okay? So have a think about anything big which has happened to you in the past couple of weeks um, or even the past few months because eclipses do take a while to, uh, to manifest sometimes. They can start before the eclipse or after the eclipse. Mercury retrograde in Taurus is a time to remember what you really value, what really matters to you and what makes your life worth living. All right. So again, the eclipse might be trying to remind you, maybe you've become obsessed with, I don't know, work, but actually it's your family that matters to you. Or maybe you've become obsessed with your love life, but actually your career is what you really want to be focusing on. Basically, Mercury retrograde in Taurus, which is what we have now until the middle of next month, is a time to be thinking, what do I really value and am I living my life in accordance with those values? Okay, once you work out or maybe rework out what really matters to you, it's not a big ask to bring it back into your life. Okay, Mercury in Taurus can be a time where if you, Mercury retrograde in Taurus, I should say, can be a time where if you've wandered off the path of living a life in accordance with what you really value, it can be a time where you recalibrate and get yourself back on track. Also note that if you're having a tough time financially, Mercury retrograde in Taurus can also bring second chances to do with money and cash, property possessions, all the kind of second house things. It can be a time where you rethink your values and you rethink your bank account equally. Uh, it can also be a time where you get a little bit more in touch with your sensual side, which could be rather nice. So um, Mercury in Taurus is quite a big deal. 
especially if you know that you haven't been living your life in accordance with what really matters to you and especially if you know you need to get your finances back on track just remember mercury retrograde is a really good time for rethinking and revising anything in your life but it can also be a time of confusion and miscommunications and even technical glitches which can be really annoying and really frustrating because it's in Taurus it even could be something to do with your your finances little tech glitches to do with that. Also, if you're in a kind of a conversation with someone about money, now can be a really good time to rethink that situation. And by the way, I actually wrote a book about Mercury Retrograde, if you want to buy it. It's a very good book. I co-wrote it with Kim Farnell, a UK astrologer. And um, if you order it from mercuryretrogradebook.com, you will get a ton of really fun bonuses as well. Okay, so yeah, what else can we say about Mercury Retrograde before we move on? I guess it's also a time where we can find ourselves revisiting old issues, old problems, revising plans we thought were finalized, and just giving everything another think through, okay? Mercury retrograde is going to last, I think I said to the middle of May. It's actually going to be, I think, around about the first week of May. But don't wish it away. There can be delays, difficulties with communication, travel, and so on. But it really is a good time to rethink everything, especially, as I've said now about 15 times, regarding what you really value. Have you got that message? Because really, the number one thing you could probably do right now is write down, you know, what matters most to you and are you living your life in accordance with that? Maybe, you know, take a moment to think right now, what matters most to me and am I living my life in accordance with that? So just say, for example, you're having some health challenges and maybe your health is what matters most to you. Are you living your life in accordance with that? You know, or maybe what matters most to you is feeling financially secure and you're not feeling financially secure and there are things that you're not doing which you could be doing. Are you living your life in accordance with the fact that financial stability is so important to you? Or, you know, it could be that your family is the most important thing in the world to you. Are you living your life in accordance with that? Are you, you know, being caring and being there for them? Or, you know, just ask yourself those questions. Okay, all right, so let's now break it down a little bit and go a little bit granular. Let's have a look at the planetary aspects for the week ahead, okay? So starting with Monday, we're actually having a rather nice Mercury sextile to Mars. So depending on where you are in the world, either you'll be asleep while this happens or uh, particularly if you're on kind of the west coast of the States, you have a chance to have some decent conversations and really kick that Mercury retrograde ball off where you start to re-discuss the things that really matter to you but for most of us uh, it's also it's going to be about uh, we're going to be tuning in to Tuesday's uh, main aspect which is the sun currently in the sign of Taurus making a harmonious sextile to Saturn currently in the sign of Pisces now when the sun and Saturn combine as they're doing on April 25 that's actually lovely because it's going to help people feel more stable and secure and steady and you know what do we need during the eclipse season when everything is so tumultuous and up in the air and are just a little bit crazy all bets are off a little bit of um, stability and security will go a long long way so have a think about that 
that. And, you know, on Monday, Monday afternoon, Monday night, Tuesday, Tuesday afternoon, Tuesday night, depending on where you are in the world, just think about what is going to make me more secure. You know, what can I do to feel more secure now? Not not like, oh, well, what's going to make me more secure is if I go off and I buy a lottery ticket and I win and then I've got $20 million in the bank, then I'm going to feel secure. Not that. Try and think of things that are practical that you can do. Now, maybe it's about, you know, you'll feel more secure if you're nicer to your neighbors so that you know or you get to know your neighbors better because then you're going to feel more secure if you go away or you're going to feel more secure in your home or whatever it is you know maybe you'll feel more secure if you're nicer to your partner or your ex or whatever you know what is it's going to make you feel steadier and more secure maybe you'll feel more steady and secure if you take up a side hustle uh, financially all right so think about that then on april 26 which is wednesday Uh, But most of us will be feeling it on the Tuesday. There's actually a really nice alignment between Venus and Chiron. So just to summarize the first part of the week before I go into what the Venus Chiron thing's about, it's really about having a conversation that you should have had before, doing whatever it takes to help yourself feel more secure, and then thinking about where in my life do I need healing? Where do I need someone to be nicer, to be kinder? Where can I be nicer? Where can I be kinder? I always find the word nice, it's a bit weak, obviously. You know, it's even like if we say to our children, oh, be nice, be nice. You know, really what we need to say to them and to ourselves is be kind, darling, be kind. And, you know, so in the middle of the week, think about how can you be kinder to yourself? How can you be kinder to other people if you've had an upset with someone? It's not a bad time to try and sort things out. But just remember, again, Mercury's retrograde, so miscommunications are possible, but it is easier to go back and say, I'm sorry, change your mind about something. Uh, And the Venus Chiron link means that there is healing in the air. But be aware that the day after on Thursday, the 27th, we actually then get Mars clashing with Chiron. That's probably the most difficult alignment of the week. Well, not probably. It is the most difficult alignment of the week. Uh, Mars is the planet of anger. Chiron is the planetoid of healing, and they are clashing on April 27, Thursday. Unfortunately, what that can mean is that being too hasty, being a bit too sort of impulsive, just letting your anger get the better of you can be a problem. So just be really careful about that sort of midweek, Wednesday, Thursday, especially if you know you're in an upset with someone and you know it could go a bit pear-shaped. Just try and keep your counsel, you know, go for a run or a jog or do some punching of pillows on the couch or whatever you want to do. Then we get the quarter moon. So it's the first quarter moon from the new moon to the full moon. It's taking place in the sign of Leo. So, you know, make sure your ego isn't getting in the way is really important. And and basically the good news is that, you know, if we're looking at this current period in terms of just one calendar week, then the week actually ends on something of a high because Mars is actually going to move from clashing with Chiron to making a harmonious sextile with the planet of change Uranus. So again, we get a feeling that you know, whatever happens this week, by the end of the week, things can turn around, things can start to go in our favor, things can start to be a little bit less taxing and trying. But there is no getting around the fact we are still in the eclipse season, we still have the full moon eclipse to go. So whatever it is that you're doing in your life at the moment, just tread 
carefully and I will be holding a full moon eclipse workshop so stay tuned for information about that maybe we'll have it up by the end of the day otherwise follow me on Facebook you can find me under Yasmin Boland Moonology or on Instagram planet Yasmin Boland and uh, and you'll get all the information from there so have a great week just stay patient and take good care of yourself and the people you love I hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Mainly Moonology podcast. If you'd like to stay updated with the moon and moonology and astrology and all the other things we cover, be sure to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Podcasts or Spotify. You'll be notified whenever a new episode is up. Also, it would mean a lot to me and my team if you could leave us a glowing five-star review on your podcast platform of choice please. That actually helps more people find us too, which spreads the love and surely also brings you amazing karma for taking a moment to help us out and to help other people find the podcast. Have a great week and I hope to speak to you next week. Lots of love.